Hope you enjoyed those fantastic first two episodes of The Trip to Spain. Please welcome the stars, Steve Coogan and Rob Bryden. Thanks for coming. Um, do you really talk about Philomena a lot behind? No, in, in not really, no. No. Um, <laughs> uh, when, I think I remember you saying for the first series, when um, you'd, you'd been in Cock and Bull Story together with Michael Winterbottom, of course, who directed it and directed all these, that he persuaded you that this would work, this idea would work for the trip. Now, do you have to be persuaded to do a third series, or are you like, yeah, let's go and do it? No, we were, I think we were both up for it, weren't we? From, yeah, yeah. From the we, off. I mean, we, we were very reluctant to do the first one because uh, we really thought it would just be, uh, you know, just self indulgent and um, playing our versions of ourselves. We've seen that a lot in other shows like Extras and Larry David. And so uh, it felt like it didn't feel, I, I thought if that, that idea of, of satirizing yourself by playing yourself felt was like a a busted flush, really. And, uh, but also, just the, the idea of coming up with six half hours of stuff. Because yeah. I remember Michael saying, well, it'll just be you, you're at a table, and you know, we'll mm. just, you'll just talk. And I, I remember saying to him, look, I, I think you could probably get one really good half hour, <laughs> but six. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I still think I may have been right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Michael uh, was very persistent, and uh, he, he really was persistent because we just sort of let it wither on the vine. And eventually, Rob and I uh, had breakfast somewhere with Michael, and we said, "Look, love, let's do it. See if it works. It might work. You know, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work. So, you know, we'll just move on." But uh, and I thought if we're going to do it with anyone, we'd do it with Michael because I'd worked with him a lot, and Rob, Rob had worked with him a little bit. So uh, we thought it was it was worth a punt. And how, talk us through a little bit about the process. So how, does the process change from that first series to this one? Do you, do you sit together with Michael and plan roughly what you're going to do? How, how does it work? Well, there's more, there's more, of, a, more of a template now um, that, that, than there was. The first one was, I remember being surprised when I saw the first one, the amount of melancholy in it, because my memory of it, of shooting, we did five-day weeks, and I'd go home from the lakes the weekend, was, oh, and Steve said this, and then I did this, and it was so funny. So all the, the Michael Nyman music and the, the cars and stuff, obviously I, I wasn't uh, aware of all that. So that was a surprise. But, but now it's different. But it's all, it's all Michael's baby. It's, it's all his, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, I've sort of said it's like he creates this sort of coloring book, and, and, and we color it in. He, he, he you know, we sort of, it, it's well known that we improvise loads of it, but all the plot things, all the things that happen, it's all his ideas, and him, and he, of course, is the editor of it, the creator. So it's very much his voice, really. Yeah, I mean, he manages to make it somehow more than the sum of its parts, because it, it sometimes feels quite thin. Um, but uh, he manages to give it some sort of resonance that goes beyond it just being Rob and I uh, teasing each other and uh, and uh, and yeah, being sort of self-deprecating in the way we portray ourselves. Uh, he manages to make it be a, a, something more than that. Yeah, yeah because there, it's partly there's a poignancy to the, your two middle-aged guys kind of well, dealing I, I with those issues. I think the huge the huge theme for me is is is, is aging. You know, mm. and I think that's what it's all about and mortality and. Uh, which I'm certainly becoming personally more and more <laughs> obsessed with uh, at 51, and uh, that's and what I like about 
doing it every few years is you do look older and uh, there's no escaping it, you know. We've aged far more than I would have expected when you look at the first one. You go, well, slimmer oh, though. Yeah. Well we, well, we take more care of ourselves now. I mean, it's right. that classic kind of middle-aged vanity mm -hmm. thing because mm -hmm. we, we, I, and I think Steve too, we take more care of ourselves. I was going to say, because I was watching some of the first series the other day and you actually look better now, I think, than you do then. You, you I, but I think a lot of men, I, I can't speak for the women here, but I think a lot of men get to a certain age and think, well, if I'm not going to look after myself now, you know, I've always thought I would maybe start to look after myself, I'd better crack on and do it. Mm, yeah. So that running, we see both. You see, we saw you running in that episode. We see you running. I think jogging in a later episode. Is that, is that real? Is that you do yeah, have these we, fitness regimes? Yeah, we, we did actually. Uh, I brought a bag of weights, and Rob had a trampette, uh, <laughs> and uh, he really did have a trampette. <clears throat> and I'd hear him bouncing <laughs> yes. in his room, yeah. like, and, the, and that would make me think, oh, I better do something. I was bouncing. <laughs> Rob's bouncing <clears throat> again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you're not drinking in this series, have you? Because that... I stopped drinking. Right. Well, I stopped. I stopped drinking uh, for a while, and then I, uh, and I was quite productive. I found, and then I started again when we did the trip to Italy. Uh, so I thought I'd make a thing about. I just said, well, I'll just combine starting to drink again with the with the trip to Italy and see what happens. And uh, things got a bit messy after that, so I stopped again. I stopped. I've, I've stopped for three years. Has that affected it at all? Because you're drinking clearly. In this heavily, series, and you're not. So is that yeah. <laughs> heavily? Yeah. And there were some. Dr I feel there were some drunken scenes in previous episodes. Yeah, there was, in the yeah. Second, there were. In the trip to Italy. Yeah, the trip. Yeah, the trip to Italy. We got very drunk. Yeah, the, the, one of my favourite <clears throat> scenes in the trip to Italy is at Ravello when we're talking about kumquats and Gore Vidal, and we are. If, oh, you, I, my eyes are red. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a happy drunk, but not an attractive. You one. got drunk in. You did get drunk. I think. Is I got drunk at the end of this episode in episode six. six. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you, there was a lot of common you were trying to mine that was just a, a you know, it was, a, it was an empty scene. It was. It was. Yeah. And luckily, my, my friend here, being the designated driver, was able to tell me. Yeah, I said, yeah. Rob, what are you doing? I had a great time. Yeah. 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 He was very happy. Yeah. It does feel like, in, in, the, in this series, that you're in a happier place. You, you have this stable home life in, in your version yes. of your character, whereas yes. you are kind of, and it seems to be more anxious and searching. You're, you've got professional issues, you've got, you know, you've got, yeah. without wanting to give too much away, later yeah. on it all comes out, you've got more, well, you, you've yeah, got that you're in love. Well, I'm trying to sort of, trying to find some equilibrium yeah. in, in my life, uh, and yeah, I mean, but yeah. And is that, is that, so is that come from Michael, that kind of stuff? Or is he oh yeah, touch, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's him. That was in the first series and in, in the second one where it sort of changed a bit. Uh, this is more going back, I would say, to, to the first one. In yeah. terms of Steve being restless and looking for answers, and me yeah. being pretty content. And we really do, we do crank up the volume on the, all that stuff, really, because because um, uh, I mean, Rob, when, um, I mean, Rob and I sometimes eat in the evening together, genuinely, hmm. and it's quite dull. Uh, <laughs> it's not funny. We don't take the piss out of each other. We just sort of um, chat about things in a very boring middle class sort of way, don't we? Yeah. we do. Yeah. I, I enjoy them. I enjoy those. Yeah. Movies. Do. So subconsciously, do you do you think maybe that's because you don't want to like have gold to come out in those actual real? No, it's not yeah. because of that. It's it's because that's just how we would eat. Yeah. I would yeah. never in a million years sit 
doing impersonations, doing impersonations yeah. with each other, arguing over the merits of Wales versus the North. Yeah. It's ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a modicum of truth in the way we portray ourselves, but, it's just, but it really is like a small residue. We're far closer in our tastes and attitudes than we are. And what we do is try and seek out acrimony and uh, conflict. <laughs> with some success. Yeah. Has your relationship changed over the years since the first series to this series? Do yeah. you mean in, in reality? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Probably, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, think, I think we, we get on better now than, yeah. we, than, we, than we ever And have. we don't sort of uh, uh, socialise much, but actually it's kind of quite nice because it's sort of when you then uh, meet up again, we do have this sort of well of stuff to to talk about and um, so it works really well. It's a bit like, it does feel a little bit like a family, I mean I don't want to say brother but it does, it's a, it has that kind of vibe to yeah. it, you know, that when we meet up we've got a lot of shared history now. And, yeah uh, so it sort of feels quite like, it's quite nice actually, I mean in terms of like how hard it is to do, because it's Michael's thing we just show up and do a bit of prep, it's the easiest thing really, I mean we have to focus a bit when we're doing it, make sure we're not trying to find something that's entertaining. You know, um, but uh, that, that varies, doesn't it, on, on a day-to-day -day basis? You know, um, whether inspiration comes or not. And there have certainly been times over the three series I can remember sometimes feeling, well, I'm just plugged into some inspirational orb, and it's just coming. And there have been other times when I've sat there thinking, oh, I've not got a what? I don't know what I'm. Got. I've just got. But yeah, but then when you do that, when you sort of improv, you, you kind of like someone. You, if someone's not firing on all cylinders, then the other person is. So, so you just wait, you know, you just mm. wait. And it, it doesn't matter, yeah, there's, there's any sort of crappy stuff. That, I mean, some of that I was actually, oh, I, I, thought we sat, I thought we were singing too long. Um, oh, that's why I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. oh I like the singing. The singing's great. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, okay. Well, very I'm always, I think it's, I, don't, I, mean, I, I mean, like I say, there's tiny things I think, oh, I would have done that slightly differently. But it's, it's totally Michael's. Mm. Thing. I think we that's made, quite nice, and that we, takes some of the responsibility. Yeah, because I, I don't, we don't, you know, I don't. I mean, we on the first one, we tried to make some suggestions, yes. didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> and he just ignored us, so just didn't bother after that. Well, it, the first one was very interesting because, as I said, I, I would come back thinking, uh, "Oh, this is funny, funny, funny." So he sent the first one down on DVD, and I, I sat there with with Claire and my wife, and we watched it, and and I watched it, and, and I, I was like this, "Oh my." God, because it was so slow. And the bit where we're going up the motorway, I was then, for God's sake, let something happen. <laughs> but that became a real plus mm. because it, that, it, was, it mm. had its own pace in, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a world of television that at that time was... Suddenly, and it became so, thank God. He, and also, my, my instincts are comedic. They're, they're always comedic. So, so I would be saying... Well, if you if you cut there, I sent I sent him three pages of printed notes saying, look, if you cut here, much better, because then you get this joke and let this one breathe a bit more. But he doesn't do no, that. He just wants to tell. I think his he story. just sort of wants it. It's it's quite the, the the pace of it is part of it. It's charm. I I always see it as last of the summer wine for Guardian readers. <laughs> it's got that sort of. Yeah, it's quite clever, but it's yeah. quite slow. Yeah. There is something very pleasurable about it that that pace, though, isn't there? Yeah, and that we get you kind of we're almost. That tone, I was thinking when you're sitting there 
and the sun setting and you're just catching away. It feels like we're almost there, part of yeah, it, enjoying it's not, it's, I think it. Works, I think it works better as half hours because you feel like you've, you've hung out with two people who are reasonably good company. Mm. And then you go, well, and, and, and yeah, we, we hopefully leave people wanting more. So then they, they think, oh, it's them again the following week. And mm. If they want to watch it in a box set, which is how Sky are packaging it, and they really, really want to have three hours with us, then they can. <laughs> <laughs> I watched all three hours and it was, it was lovely. Did you watch it, it was, one go? Absolutely, yeah. It's a joy. Yeah. It's a joy. <laughs> um, is, there, is there stuff, when you see the edit, like that's the first time you've seen that second episode? Is it, are you, that's the first time I've seen yeah. the second episode. Is there stuff yeah. that, you, that, you, that he's left out? Oh yeah, like to have kept or it? loads of stuff. There's loads of stuff that isn't in this that, that we did that I have, that I remember as being very good. Now it may be that mm. when you see it, it's actually mm. not like, but, mm. but my memory, we, we did, um, yeah, we, we, we did all sorts of bits that, that haven't ended up in there because they just didn't fit. Mm. Think of a favourite? Well, yeah, for me, it was a, we were driving along and uh, Steve says, uh, I say it's lovely to be here, isn't this idyllic? And he says something like, yeah, well, you wouldn't be my ideal companion. And I say, who would it be? And an, uh, Gemma Arterton's name comes up. And we did a long thing, which I remember thinking was a, you know, a peak of... Yeah, where Rob pretended to be Gemma Arterton. I pretended to be Gemma Arterton driving with him. And I pretended to chat him up. And, and he would say something very innocuous and I would slap his face. Yeah. And it, yeah. was, it was funnier than that. <laughs> um, and we did this and did this and did this. And is it in the show? No, it is not. No. Yeah, so... Mm. <laughs> do you ever talk... Do you, Think about which impressions you're going to do. For example, there's a, I feel there's themes like there's a lot of rock stars in this. Yeah, there's that, Jagger, that, that, there's that just happened though, didn't it? That yeah, did yeah. I always get worried about seeing fucking Michael Caine again. <laughs> I, I mean, well, I mean, I, for 25 years ago, I, I used to do spitting image and I did like impersonations yeah. and I tried my double best to get away from all that and did it very successfully for about 20 years and then right. let's come back. Pull me back. Pull yeah. me back in. <laughs> um, but. Um, but, it, it, but we do try and say, look, let's try and do something else. Who can you do? Who, who try and find someone we can both make a, a good fist of? And, um, someone who might be known to the under 50s. Yeah. I failed in that regard. Yeah. We, did, we did actually do a lot of Tom Courtney, which never made that, it. Oh, that's yeah. right. We started, yeah. But, that, then, but, yeah. but Tom Courtney's quite an esoteric choice. Yeah. But it was, hmm. And Rob was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to, yeah, trying to do him and uh, make him distinct from Alan Bennett is, is quite, quite interesting. Uh, I'm not going to try it now. No, we should do it now. We, we, we oh, there it is. Well, that way of talking like that, you know. <laughs> but Tom Courtney. Mm. I developed a thing where I did Tom Courtney calling for help, which is, which is, <clears throat> help. That's all you can do. <laughs> But that, that hasn't made it either, no. so... Uh... There are some late greats, though. I mean, there's a bit of John Hurt in, in episode one. And then, Is oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Elephant Man, John Hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, a bit, there's quite a lot of Bowie in late... Oh, yeah, we ended up doing a lot of Bowie. Um, I do a bit of Barry Gibb, but... but, but the bit make it? Is, is make in a later episode. Oh, yeah. I like the, uh, the Shibble and Shabari Gibb now. She got older and that kind of Californian come Manchester sort of sound, you know. <laughs> Going to be doing a lot of the old songs, How Deep Is Your Love, Staying Alive. You should be dancing. The Bowie story. The, Probably right not to put it in. Yeah. In episode three, without wanting to give it to, there was a brilliant Bowie story where you talk about how um, you're listening to the radio. That's all true, yeah. So that was my question. Yeah. Oh, those anecdotes are true. That, you, yeah. that anecdote, there's quite a few of the anecdotes that are, are true, and mm. sometimes they just twisted, but that one is true that we talk about David 
Bowie, 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 and um, uh, that the, the, some years ago, I was in my kitchen, and he was being interviewed by Mark Radcliffe on the radio. <laughs> Radcliffe. <laughs> and, and he's talking to David Bowie, and he's, that's a very good impression. Um, and he says, what do you do on the tour bus? And he says, oh, well, I, you know, we watch, um, we watch DVDs and everything, and... Uh, we were watching this one called Cruise of the Gods, which we were both in. It was a, a baby cow thing. Is this in it? Is this in... Yeah. Yes, it's in. Yes, in episode three. An hour later, good. And he, the, the story is, and he couldn't remember my name, basically. He's going, yes, it's with the bloke from um, Marion and Jeff. You know his name. And, and bloody Mark Radcliffe's going, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm in my kitchen going, it's me! <laughs> I mean, imagine David Bowie. He knows you, but he I doesn't know you. And I, I didn't... I, I never met him, but I can't believe he'd know your work and not mine. <laughs> what can I tell you? And, and um, yeah, so it's, but it was, it was, that was a totally true story. Yeah. That is extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Um, you have moved the show from, the show's moved from BBC to Sky, who's saying it's going to be a boxer. Is there, is there any, does that make any difference to it creatively, or is it the same person? None whatsoever. No, no, they, um, I mean, they stepped up to the plate when the BBC wouldn't match what they'd done before, and they've sort of put the money where the mouth is, and the, they've got a big, campaign for it so it will have presence um there's gonna be lots of billboards with mm. rob and my face on uh so i'm pleased about that and uh my company's done a lot of work with sky over the years they've uh, kept it in work so um, i've got sky he's got <laughs> sky um <laughs> So, so yeah, and uh, so yeah, it, it felt like a natural home for it, considering what we'd done before. And I've done a lot of Alan Partridge on Sky. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's where I've seen you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to throw him to the audience soon. But would you? This feels like to me like you could keep on doing it every few years, like you know, like the, the before midnight films. Like Seven know? Up. Seven Up. Yeah. <laughs> but just with two people saying the same thing. Yeah. But, but not as important. <laughs> In theory, yeah. To a lot of knows, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it's... it's. I, I mean, maybe it'll become that. Maybe we'll do what... I mean, I never thought we'd do a third um, or a second or a first. <laughs> um, so I think it, it, might, it might be... If there's something worth saying... But the, the, the dangerous thing with this is... Uh, it's always a problem when you've got something good. Is you know, do you jump ship and it's a danger that you're going to jump the shark, you know. Uh, but you just, you, I think the only sort of guideline is with, with, with something like this creatively is if you feel like you want to do it, then that's a good uh, starting point. And um, each time we've done it, it's felt like, oh, this, this feels like mm. we've got something to say. And uh, it was about three, is it three years between each one or four, three or four years? I'm not 2009. Sure. I think it's something like that. 2008 or nine, 2009. So what's that, eight years ago? So I guess three and a half years. To, I mean, you know, in, in another three and a half years, we might have mm. something else to talk about. Something else might have happened. Rob might have got. So four Oscar nominations by then, you don't know. Yeah. And lost every one of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was gonna... Talking of the Oscars, you... you may... don't, don't laugh at him. <laughs> uh, before I throw it, I was going to ask you about the Oscars, because obviously you were not... Philomena was nominated for Best Picture. Couldn't you imagine what would have happened if you'd have gone up there? And <laughs> it'd been the wrong envelope. And... You would have been livid. I would have been fucking furious. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they're all saying, 
And I got to say, the producers of, of mm. La La Land, they could not have yeah. been more magnanimous. They, would, they wouldn't have said say, that about me. I got to no. tell you, Coogan backstage, it was appalling how he reacted. <laughs> I mean, to assault an old gentleman like Warren Beatty. Oh. Right, let's go <laughs> open to the audience. Uh, put your hand up if you've got a question. Hopefully a mic will come to you. Uh, who's going to go first? Hi. Um, I'm just wondering, obviously this is completely steeped in reality, but these are kind of fictionalised versions of yourself. I was just wondering if you ever have kind of concerns that some people may kind of um, alter their opinions on you as people based on the kind of uh, creations that you've kind of offered in this programme? Well, not really. I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? We, I mean, you were a bit worried about the philandering in series two, weren't you? I was a little worried about the philandering in series two. <laughs> well, whereas I wasn't worried about it at all. When in series two, I, I, I had a, I had a, a slap, fling, a slap. I mean, it wasn't in a, this is like talking to my wife. It wasn't an affair. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> nice line. Yeah, yeah. Doing that on my new tour. Yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> uh, I had this this thing with this girl on, on a boat, um, and the day after it went out, this uh, this is true. My wife, my my real wife, not not my fictional wife from the trip, but my not my P and O wife, my real wife, <laughs> was taking the boys to school, and the teacher came up to her, put her arm on her shoulder, and said, "This must be a very difficult time for you." <laughs> There are, yeah, there are some people, I mean, I had actors play my parents in the first trip and um, I didn't realise it wasn't my real parents. My mother was very annoyed because the actress who played her was slightly heavier than she is. <laughs> so that was her main concern. Um, but uh, I kind of, there's part of me that doesn't really care um, because um, if some people do, and I think it's always more interesting to because there's some things I do in that that are very unattractive, very unattractive behaviour, and um, I like to think I'm, you know, nicer than that. Um, but the, but uh, it, there's, there's, there's a bit of truth in it. But I just let all the, you know, it's like we're all of us are, are sort of uh, uh, combinations of, of good and bad, and I just sort of sit on all the, the good stuff and let all the bad stuff come to the surface because it just seems more interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Um, I mean, there, there are people who believe it and think it's real. Yeah. And I, but I, as I say, I, I don't, it doesn't uh, bother me that much because if it did, we'd, we'd do really dull stuff. We were worried about the way we were being perceived. It would, just wouldn't be very interesting, so. Thank you. Uh, who's next? Uh, uh, in the second row, hold on a sec. Hi there. Um, have you uh, run into any other people that you've impersonated and received any feedback or any comments? <laughs> Oh, me? Um, um, no, no. I mean, Anthony <laughs> Hopkins. I, I, well, I met Anthony Hopkins and did him to his face. Yeah, he laughed. He might have been being polite. <laughs> you did an event with Michael Caine, didn't you? you were, with, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we did, did that thing did, with we him. We did yeah, the thing yeah. with Michael Caine that was very good. Uh, I mean, he was, we, we did our impersonations, then he it was at the Royal Albert Hall, yeah. and he sat behind us in the newspaper and said, you yeah, know, that's not how you do Michael Caine. <laughs> Um, that was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you must have met Tom Jones. 
Oh, yeah. But do I do Tom Jones in this? I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. no. Um, yeah, so he loves it. Ronnie Corbett used to like it. I, it's, I think, you know, anybody we're doing, it's, it's flattery, isn't it? I mean, it's obviously coming from a very warm place. So. Although it annoys me when Rob does me. Does it honestly? Uh, a little bit. But seriously? Yeah, I mean, not, not in a way that... Not in, <laughs> not in a way that, that makes me anxious, but I just kind of go, ugh. Really? Yeah, just, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. All, all the people I impersonate are done with... with Huge love and, and admiration. I mean, I couldn't impersonate someone I didn't like. Be, I've been hearing Trump, and, and he's an impressionist dream. And, I, and I'll sometimes, in the kitchen, I go, start to do it. And I go, oh, God, no. And um, Farage has got very imitatable things. And I go, oh, if I'm impersonating someone, it, it's because I'm really fond of them and, and, and affectionate uh, to, towards them. Um, Still annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, is that because you think it's not accurate, or just? Um, no, it's just it, it, you know that when you're some when you're in comedy, you think that you that you're the commentator on other people who come. <laughs> yeah, 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 happens yeah. to you. It's yeah. just not used to it. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, yeah you want to be you want to be in control yeah, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's next? Uh, let's go to the lady up there. Hi. Um, I just wondered how much say do you have in where you end up going, and also it was no. sort of quite. Interesting, the weather in this one is definitely worse than in Italy, and I wondered if that was a conscious de decision, because it kind of suits you better, I think, the rain. Well, <laughs> no. You, um, in a nice way. You, you can't choose the weather, uh, it would appear. No, Michael, Michael, everything is Michael. Um, it, it, it wasn't meant to be like that. It was meant to be... Sunny, because you it gets it, sunnier. It does get sunnier as we as we go further south. But it was meant to be nice. You know, it was September. It was Spain. You know, um, uh, but I mean, it, it's uh, we do, we don't really have. I mean, we discussed which where we're going to go. There was a discussion about whether we. Uh, I mean, we talked about going to America at one point. Michael just thought it was a bit dull, um, which it isn't now, is it? So, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, so um, we, and then we we sort of arrived at. At Spain, uh, so we talk about that, but not really where we go. That he, what he, Michael does, he goes on a big research trip, yeah, um, and spends a few weeks there um, researching it. Um, Comes back with a big pile of photos of the restaurants and the places, and, and uh, yeah, he just decides where we're going to go. So we really just um, uh, show. We do some homework, um, a little bit of homework on the history and sort of culture and do we have a bit of yeah he gives he gives us a kind of a, a little homework pack to study and uh, so we know something of what we're talking about thank you and there's a gentleman there just on the fourth row thank you um steve i know you said um, the show is a bit like last of a summer wine for guardian readers um it kind of feels a bit almost like a, a really stripped down indie version of top gear as well <laughs> and do you think eventually Top Gear, given the state it's going in, will eventually just die, get tired and just become just like the trip, only not as good? Do I think Top Gear will die and, and become not... No, no, no. Oh, do you mean, the, the, do you mean uh, the, this will become like Top Gear sort of no, thing? No. So I don't... What was no, he, he, thinks, he thinks this is a bit like Top Gear. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> and then... What? It's like an indie version of yeah, Top okay. Gear. And what do you think is going to happen to it? Do you think Top Gear was going to become like this? I, mean, I'm, I don't mean to be, I'm not mean to be disrespectful. I didn't quite get what you were saying, sorry. I think that's what I was saying. Will Top Gear eventually, eventually calm down? 
Will Top Gear eventually calm down? Steve, <laughs> will Top Gear eventually <laughs> calm down? For God's um, sake, man, answer the question. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was, I, I never, I was, I mean, you know, I, I quite like Jeremy Clarkson's small doses, um, uh, but I thought, I, I just found the whole, I found it rude that, that kind of affected the machismo thing just profoundly dull. Um, I know it was very appealing to some people and it's incredibly popular around the world, but then Brexit's popular and so is Donald Trump and I think both those <laughs> things are, are a load of crap as well. So, um, But uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen to it. I think it was, it was, you know, I mean, I wrote an article when they, they were being racist about Mexicans because I found it boring. I think comedy, I actually think, if you're trying to be funny, personally, I think that your targets should be the powerful and people who should be called to account and comedy shouldn't be used to bully uh, the disenfranchised and weak people. I don't like to do that. I don't. I don't do that. And uh, it's. It's just. I don't. I don't like to see it when it's used to, to attack people and reinforce prejudices. Um, not that I make anything that I do particularly political. I just try and avoid those things. I don't think there's any need for it. And comedy is most powerful, most rewarding, satisfying when it uh, does what you know it's supposed to do, which is. Um, satirise and challenge um, the status quo. Thank you. And we've got time for a couple more questions. Oh, lady in the front. Hi, guys. I'm Nori from Broadcast Magazine. I was just wondering if, uh, if you're going to, if we'll see a feature film come out of this series as well. About, what about the film? If there'll be a film. Will oh, there is, there is a film of this as well, yeah. Each uh, time we did the trip, we, we did a film version, and there's one of this as well, which is uh, released with IFC in America. Mm. And uh, is it in Europe as well, in France? I believe so, uh, yeah. In, in parts of Europe, it comes out as a film. And I think, I think there, there, there might be a, a screening of this as a film at some point here, or I don't know whether... Um, there is talk of that, but I don't think it's confirmed. I mean, uh, but, but yes, it is coming out as a film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's and it's quite, it's a very different thing. Uh, but I mean, I think that half an hour is plenty uh, with Rob and me. And it's and funny when you meet Americans who, who like it; they they only know it as a film. Yeah, they say, and they, really? they're really it's episodic. They, Whoa! Well, yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Um, uh, so that they, they, they and it has a different tone as well. That when I've watched the films, they definitely have a different tone. To the to the series, I think there's something about that half hour. Mm. I think it just comes down to personal taste mm -hmm. in the end, and if you have a busy schedule, of course, because <laughs> the television version is much easier to slot in. And now with Sky on their many platforms, it's never been easier. <laughs> you've, you've been practicing, haven't you? Yeah. I really do believe in better. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a gentleman down here on the second row. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I believe Michael is here. Yeah. Um, so as you got a chance to throw some ideas, if there was a fourth series and you guys had a choice of where to go, where would you go and why? Ooh. Um, uh, 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 Ireland would be interesting because you've got a, a Irish connections. You, you, you've got... <laughs> What's no, funny means, about means, that? I'm being serious. He has. No, I have actually. I'm half Irish, so uh, yeah, and I've got. I know a bit. About and you, you like you like to talk about it, and and you know, yeah. so so that there would there would that would give us. A, I'm not being funny. Yeah. I'm just saying he does. So that would that could give us a little a little something. I'd like to go to Ireland. Yeah, Ireland would make sense, maybe, or. Um, Wales, this gentleman here has just said, Wales wouldn't really cover six episodes, would it? 
It might be an Easter, an Easter a 40-minute Easter special, folks. <laughs> That's the kind of racism that I have to face day in, day out. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just... Uh... And Donald Trump's America, you could do. Yeah. It'd be more interesting. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean... Let's I mean, not think yeah, about okay. that. Come Sorry. on, we're having a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> and one more, let's go for one more question. Who wants to go? Somebody up near the ah, back there. Thank you, yes. Right in the middle. Right in the back, yeah, lady there. Well, he's a man. Well, a oh, there's a lady as well. <laughs> so the lady, where's the, the lady? Give there's me the a lady. lady. There's a lady. There's a lady. There's a man. Spread the love. Yeah. Um, I was just going to in the light of Brexit, do you think that this um, will kind of serve as a timely reminder of what we've kind of severed from, um, for, you know, as a kind of celebration of uh, Europe? I, 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 um, I, I hope so, you know. I mean, I, 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 really, um, I really hope so. I really, I just think, I think patriotism is the most overrated thing. I don't know why people feel they need to have a loyalty to someone just because they, they're in the same geographical location. You know, I don't, and uh, there are people, you know, I feel I've got more in common with certain people scattered throughout the world in terms of shared values than, than someone just because they live down the road. Yeah. Um, so, mm. probably not, but I hope so. I don't know, I think people are, I think people are being... No, there's, I think the anxiety over Brexit isn't just with people who voted for it. I think there's anxiety amongst those who, who didn't. You know, and uh, and also now because of Donald Trump, it's like we, we we're having to cozy up to an arsehole because we burnt our bridges elsewhere. It's pathetic. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the perfect place to win, but let's take the gentleman's question. <laughs> there you go. Um, Rob, you were you saying earlier that um, your messy scene was the um, kumquats one in a, a trip to Italy when, when you you'd drank too much. Steve, you'd said you'd got quite messy on that series. I was wondering what your, your messiest, most drunken scene was. Uh, on the second series? Yeah. Well, it was when Rob and I were at uh, Ravella. We'd, we got sort of steaming drunk and... Um, I like I, it makes me laugh more than probably the audience. <laughs> I think, and or it makes Rob and I laugh because we can see that we're sort of at, because what, why it makes me laugh is that we're both losing our comic edge, and <laughs> um, so we're actually the fact that we're starting to be very unfunny makes me laugh. I don't know. I'm not sure. I agree. I I, I think that was I think I think that was a funny scene anyway. But there's the if on the DVD the my favourite thing is the outtakes of that scene when you're trying to remember a really long tricky quote. And you do remember you couldn't do it, and it was and, uh, going again yeah. and again and again, and then it was yeah. drinking more. It was. Yeah. The, the, I think it can still be funny. It depends, I think, on the nature of the scene. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that was funny. I guess. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Slightly weird ending. So, oh. um, we have run out of time. Let me thank BAFTA and Skynet, Steve Coogan and Rob Bryden. And for the Thank fantastic you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.